Welcome to Soul on the Rise podcast. This is your host, Kimberly Gomes, and this podcast is all about bringing you deep diving conversations and artistic inspirations to help you rise into your full self. Help you better understand your body, your mind, your soul, or your emotions so you can show up as a little more you a little more of the time. Because I'm on a journey of rising into a life that feels most me, and I want to connect with experts and artists whose work help people do exactly that. So I'm taking you along for the ride. Let's jump in. Hello, welcome back to another episode. Today's episode is a bit of like a mm, remix, mixtape maybe. (laughs) Um, I recorded the first half like five months ago and I recorded the latter half very recently. So there's going to be a little bit of a pivot, but I wanted to put them all together because I think it's important for these topics to bridge together. And let's dive in. Today, I want to talk about love. I want to talk about love and grief and heart expansion and attachment in a really brief form because there are so many directions we could go with that. But the reason that this came up was there's many reasons, but the one particular one for this week is I've been listening to Ram Das has a book of his talks and I've been listening to the audiobook it's called experiments in truth and chapter three is a talk that he talks a lot about love and the heart and it's fascinating and I've been listening to it repeatedly this whole week so for like four days straight I've just been re-listening because it's one of those things where he's saying these little truth bombs that I haven't quite heard and they're striking something in me and I'm like I gotta kind of wrap my head around this a bit more and a bit more and today I feel like it really landed. A lot of people might resonate with this heart stuff is I feel like what makes the world go round so here we go. So you know that feeling when you meet someone and you connect with someone and it feels good It feels good in a soul resonant kind of way, like something inside of you is syncing up very harmoniously with this other person and it just feels like it's flowing and you feel safe and your heart feels like it's held and it's in a gentle space so you can open and you're being yourself and you're coming as yourself and you're feeling your heart just gradually open and expand and it's palpable. If you, I think most of us have felt this and sometimes it's romantic and sometimes it's not. It could be for someone, a friend, um, you know, a family member, a child, a pet, you know, all of these things, is these people or things that activate this heart expansion in, in a way that makes us feel self, safe and held. And in the process of that, we it's easy to get attached to that person because they're making you feel a certain way and you want that feeling to keep happening because it feels good and it feels it's lighting you up for many different reasons we could go into that like chemically and hormonally but also in a 
kind of a soul resonant way, something feels very good about this connection. And so I think it's very easy given the narratives that society has given us, which is that we're searching for a person. You're on your search for your one person and your partner who's going to be your life partner and your soulmate. And so when we feel that connection, we're like, ooh, this might be my person. Maybe I've stumbled upon this missing piece, you know, these, these metaphors that we've been given that we are so easy to cling to and hold on to as truth and really hard to unravel. Um, and so we want more of that connection and we associate, we begin to associate this person with love. And sometimes it's, it's deeper than dating. You know, sometimes like you go past it and you're in the relationship for many, many years. And all you know is this person is love. This person is half of your heart. If they were to leave, everything you know about love would leave too. And so they can't leave. And it becomes this deprivation kind of mentality of this person is, is love in my life. This person is what love is for me. And this is my person, right? Like I found my person. This is the person because they're making me feel something very expansive and my heart feels so connected to them. There couldn't possibly be anyone else. I couldn't possibly feel this again. So I must hold on to it. And what I've been more wrapping my head around lately in what Ramdas in that chapter three really hits on in a way that is very succinct and I've never heard someone articulate it in this way is that that person that you've had this connection with or you are having the connection with is helping you open to your your heart and your love space. It's like they catalyzed it and now it's expanding but that love, that well, we can, I, I'm really big on metaphors. <laughs> you know, that well of love, that well that has this water, it's like a kind of like a, he calls it like a hot tub, <laughs> you know, like you're lounging in your hot, you, each, each one of us has this warm pool of love that is ours, that is, that is inside of us at all times, always, always, always. And that person has made that water feel more full. Maybe it's even expanded. It's flowing in different ways. Maybe it's it's turning from a well to more of a stream to a river and it feels like it's just going through your, your whole being, your whole life because they've activated it. And so that pool of love that now maybe is turning into a river and it's flowing and it's expanding isn't tied to this particular person. This person has a certain soul resonant energy, yes. They may you be feeling a connection with them that is making you feel safe and making you open and making your heart open and making this experience much more heart-centered, which is a beautiful thing. And yet, should that person should that person not be in your life anymore for whatever reason, whether it be choice or not, that warm pool of love that is inside of you is still there. And I think it's so what I've been grappling with 
is, you know, you, you have this connection with someone and it feels so special. It feels like you haven't really felt that before. So because you haven't felt it before, I think our, my mind and our, how our society is kind of fed is like, you haven't felt it. This is special. This must be something to hold on to. Don't let it go because this could be your one, right? Or could be, or, and, you know, doesn't have to be one or the other, but, or you have stumbled upon a different type of relationship that is actually feeling really healthy and nourishing for your whole being, for your whole soul. And I keep saying soul resonant relationship because that's just the language that's been working for me lately. It, it feels different. It feels like you can just come as you are. There's a lot of ease. My nervous system feels very at ease with people when I have these connections. And that's how I know, ooh, there's something to follow here. Just let's keep going one more step, you know? And even if that particular person leaves, what I'm now realizing and very much feeling is that like we have the ability to walk through the world and open and share that love at our discretion because it is always inside of us. We're pretty much these like walking beams of love. And sometimes I feel like we're really tapped into it in our lives, you know, and there's been times in my life where I feel like I'm walking through and I feel very open and I feel, I feel it. Like I feel my heart is super activated and it doesn't necessarily mean to be that I'm dating anyone. It's just, I feel like I'm living a very harmonious life and I feel really good and aligned and I'm just flowing, you know? And there's other times where I do not feel that way and I don't feel like I'm opening my heart when I walk through the world and I feel closed and I feel like I want to close. And both of those times, we need, you know, like both of those times and experiences are completely valid based on what you're going through. Sometimes when you're grieving, when you're working through difficult things, you you have to kind of go in this cocoon mode. And that's completely fine because it's part of the process. So I've felt that side. And now I feel like I'm on this other side where after meeting a particular person who I felt a soul resonance with, I'm realizing that we can continue to open to people constantly. And I've, when I started looking at it this way of like this heart energy is always, always open, always within me. It's always something that no one can take it from me. You know, I will continue to have this beaming, expansive heart energy that I can at my discretion, when I f see a connection and see a person that feels like, hmm, I want to open a little bit more to this, I can open and I can kind of open that sunbeam towards them, you know? But otherwise, it's just this radiant glow that I'm just walking through the world and some people see it and they're like, huh. And I see other people's and I'm like, huh. And we can connect sometimes for a brief moment, just passing through life and sometimes something more. But what I've realized is you can never be without love. When you're, when you're walking through the world, realizing this and knowing this, that 
that love that that person activated is still fully palpable in you. And it may not feel like it when you're going through the grieving stage because you're grieving a loss of someone. And if you're grieving a death, it's a whole different depth of loss that's going to take much more time and that's very valid and fine too. And irregardless of both situations, that well of love never left. In fact, I feel like those people are gifts, even if they don't stay. Because if you felt something that felt soul resonant and felt really good for you, and it was actually a good relationship that for whatever reason, the cards didn't pan out this time. It's they've shown you, they've kind of given you a blueprint or one more piece to the blueprint where you know, and now your body and your whole being knows what it's like to feel held in a safe situation, in a safe relationship, to feel like you can communicate with gentleness and compassion and openness and it be received and reciprocated that way. To you can feel mentally stimulated and excited and, you know, all the pieces you're looking for. Now you know what it's like to, to feel that and to have a connection where it feels soul resonant. And for me, I haven't had, I've dated many people, particularly in the last three and a half years since I've been single. And I haven't felt that feeling. And because I didn't feel it, I didn't really know it existed. I kind of forgot. And so this time, having felt it, now it feels like I can steer that heart energy so much more seamlessly and strategically because when I see someone else and I feel someone else, really, it's more of a feeling. When you meet someone and you feel someone's kind, gentle energy that makes my being soften. It makes me just feel like I can open up and just be a little more me with a little more ease. That's a feeling I recognize now. And it's a feeling that I know is so possible. And it's so possible with so many people, not just one person. And so I can activate that heart well and open it when, when someone else is reciprocally wanting to open as well. And equally coming with a space of curiosity, like, huh, what's going on over there? <laughs> you know? And I think the long short of it is that we, when we experience love and the love, that person who we are signifying as love leaves our life. They're not there on the, in the way that they were before. That love still stays with us. That feeling, that ability to open into love is still with us. And now it's the new shift is where's that love going to go now? Who's that love going to connect with now? It will always keep flowing to a different place. I feel like love is like a river. You know, we have this source of it that comes from, it comes from one space and it channels to another. 
and I think the the process that so many of us are learning in our lives is making sure that it's channeling to the right kind of people. And when I say right kind of people, someone who is is nourishing for our whole being and isn't perpetuating patterns that are harmful. And if you've been on a healing journey, you know what it's like to be in ones that don't feel good for you, but you're kind of addicted to because they're this pattern that is from some older stuff. And hopefully, you know what it's like to find one with, that has more ease and gentleness and feels a little more soul resonant. And that's where we steer the love towards again. And sometimes I feel like at this moment right now, I feel like you can also, once you feel love, you're like, oh, I want to keep feeling that feeling. I want to find someone else to steer the love towards, you know? And I think there's something beautiful about where we intentionally pause ourselves from doing that. And we intentionally, you know, if there's no one who's emerging right now, coming from a place of a, an abundant mindset that there is love everywhere. There are people who you will never be without love in this life. And I firmly believe that. And this is a very new realization that if you asked three months ago me, I don't know if I would have said this. But now I feel very strongly that no matter where I go, no matter where I live, no matter how old I am, I know that I will always have love in my life. I will always find someone to open love to and receive love with. And it could be in many different forms with many different people. Or it could be, if it's in a romantic way, with one person for a long time. But if it, I just, I just know that because I realize that I hold the love. That I am the source of it all. So it's impossible for me to be without it. Because I'm not getting it from anyone else. It's really just two people who already have this inside of them. And they're just activating what's already inside them. Because they've met someone who feels safe and gentle and harmonious in a heart way. And so they open a little more. And we and you do a little dance together for a while. And sometimes it's just a dance for a short period. And you learn something new. You see a different layer. You see a different side to yourself. They're like, ooh, hey, I didn't even know that was there. And it helps you navigate a little more as you connect with other people. And so I wanted to share this because I think this is a concept that you it, you don't just hear it once and you're like, yeah, that's it. I get it. It's you got to ruminate on it you know you gotta really let it sink in and and sit with it for a while and repeat it and for me it was listening to this Ram Dass thing but it was something I was already marinating on prior to that because I think as particularly as women you know we get these rom-com fed narratives our whole lives 
starts in Disney and it feeds up through every type of media we consume, essentially. And so much of it is this seeking energy. That we are seeking something outside of ourselves that's going to fill us up. And this person is going to make our life easier. And it's going to, it's going to, it's this missing piece that we're supposed to be looking for. And so we swipe and we do all these things and, and we want to be approved of when we go on these dates and, you know, we're doing all of that. And I have been there so many times. And for me, I know that is not the route. But I also know that something hits different when you start walking through the world realizing that you are this well of love. But that's not something that can be taken or given to you. It can only be expanded and enhanced. And it's gonna, you're going to move through different spaces of your life. You're going to feel different feelings. And it's going to be really palpable sometimes. It's going to be more contracted than others. And that's the flow. That's living. It's not static. And it just, I feel like walking through the world, being aware that you're never going to be without love. And it may not look like how you thought it was going to look. And it may not look come when you thought it was going to come. But just trusting and knowing. And really feeling this like soul resonance in yourself. That you are this beam. This beam of love and connection. And I feel like when we have more of that energy. That where we're not looking for someone to approve of us and say, hey, you you have it. I'm going to follow you now. Let's connect. You already know you do. And it's more about ourselves feeling into how does this other person that I'm connecting with make me feel? Does my body contract? Do I feel like I'm physically... For me, I have very visceral reactions to people. And they're subtle. Now they feel visceral. Prior, they were quite subtle. I just wasn't listening to the cues. And now I see, if we listen to, our, our bodies tell us a lot about how we feel about a person. How we feel about their communication style. How we feel about whether we feel at ease or we feel like we have to contort and be on guard and we're being kind of criticized, you know? And I think that's the gift that comes from meeting people who are this soul resonant kind of thing. Because now you know what that feels like. You know what the softness feels like. So when you feel it again, when you feel like a little ounce of it again, it's like this, this refrain in a song. This old refrain from a tape that you used to listen to and you're like, oh, I remember that. I remember that song. I loved that song. <laughs> I feel it. You feel it in your body. You follow it one more step. One more step. And maybe it stays a bit there. And maybe it transmutes somewhere else. But then you also know when you don't feel it. When you feel the, the, the opposite of that. When you feel something that feels where you have a lot of resistance, where you have a lot of contraction, where you're not feeling ease or flow. And there may be some kind of attraction and you're trying to maybe mentally make it, justify it, 
but your body and your spirit is telling you something's different here and it's not good. We've felt this before, but not in a good way. <laughs> and you listen to that. And so I guess what I'm saying here is instead of grieving, well, one, you got to grieve, got to grieve loss, of course, but instead of longingly reflecting on people who are no longer there and wanting them to be back because we want that feeling of soul harmoniousness back knowing that it's it's bound to transmute somewhere else because when you have when you are feeling that heart openness that love just inside of you, you know, like it's there, it's moving and you feel it. And you're like, I am so fucking ready to love right now in a really good way. <laughs> it's going to go somewhere. A river isn't just going to stay stagnant for long. It may pool into a little bank, but it's going to flow. And just trust that it's going to flow. Our job is just to stay in harmony with ourselves, stay connected with ourselves. So when we stumble upon a feeling or we meet someone that's that is a little resonant of that feeling, we feel it and we recognize it. And we also aren't just aimlessly reaching for any kind of love and any kind of affection just because we're trying to feel remnants of what we just had. Because that leads you to folks that aren't worth your time. Because it's it's not it's not a good fit. It's nothing to do with them, maybe. It's just not a not the right fit. It's not what you need. You know what we all I feel like at the core we know what we need. And sometimes it takes more reflection periods than others to get have that be very clear, but um Yeah. I just I wanted to share that and just as a reminder that the love is always inside of us. And that it's People expand it, but they never take it. They never hold it for themselves. And maybe life is just about expanding and sharing that love again and again and again. And it that doesn't necessarily mean to be just romantic ways. There's so many other ways to give and receive love over and over whether you're in another piece of that I wanted to add was a wise woman in my life who I have been working with for a number of years on on some deep matters such as these said something that didn't sit well with me because it was so deeply uncomfortable and yet so palpably true and like really had never been said to me before in my life which once I say it is like that should have been said to that should be told to us more often (laughs) and what she posed to me was um you know how we spend all of this energy and maybe I'm projecting but I don't think so as a society we we spend a lot of energy searching for our person for our soulmate as they call it for searching for love 
looking for this external thing outside of ourselves to fill fill the cup, so to speak. And all of there, there's a lot of energy that goes into that. And rightfully so. Love is a beautiful thing. And I am a anyone who knows about astrology, my Venus is in Pisces. I am a dreamy romantic. <laughs> Preaching to the choir. She, and what she posed was what if instead of putting all of this energy towards searching for a soulmate, for your person, for a person, you put that energy towards creating your soul life. A life that felt so deeply resonant in your soul, that lit you up, that you intentionally created because you knew that that it would fill you, that it would it would make you feel so much love in so many directions that wasn't limited to romantic love. It was your community. It was your creativity. It was the work and the the effort and the mission that you work towards in the day-to-day. It's the things that really matter to you, the place you live, the, the experiences you have. What if you created a life that felt so deeply soul resonant every day and you were so lit up by living that way because you put all of your effort into you. You put all of it into your life and what was immediately around you and what you wanted to see happen. That irregardless of if you had a romantic partner or not, you were still lit up happy. No one could take that away because you had created this life that was super soul resonant. So what if instead of searching for a soul mate, we cultivate a soul life? And that doesn't mean that the two are mutually exclusive, that they can't coexist in the same space. I think when one, I, I very much think like once you're on the path that is you're cultivating your own your own life, your own stuff. You're focusing on what's best for you. The other things start coming into there, but yet that's not the reason to do it. And I'm <laughs> I'm the first to be like, yeah, I'm just focusing on me now. I'm not dating. And I'll like not date for six months. And then secretly, I'm being just 100% honest right now. I'm like, so universe, this is when folks come, right? This is when my soulmate's going to drop in my lap. Cool. Okay, I'm going to keep doing me. <laughs> yeah, that's not the same. <laughs> it's not the same thing. And that's what why it was so hard for me to to sit with it, to be honest, because it's really, it confronts this notion that you need a partner in life versus the reality that there are so many, there's so many other ways to have partnership and connection outside of romantic relationship. And it's so important to create a life that you feel lit up from, from the bottom up. And no person is going to be able to do that for you. No partner is going to be able to fill your cup in that way. And I think that's something I've been really noodling on is, (laughs) I love that phrase, noodling on, (laughs) is, um, you know, I I think we put so much stock in this person 
like just especially as women I feel like we've been fed so many things of like this person this partner once you find them everything's gonna be just gravy train (laughs) you know and versus there's still so many aspects of yourself that are that only you can bring that only you can resolve only you can heal only you can figure out that there no your partner isn't going to be able to do that for you and that's what I think really the message is what this person said to me and what what stuck with me is like what if you bet on you you know what if you put all this energy towards betting on you towards creating a life that is just your soul resonant life and committing to your own happiness as your own whole self instead of instead of just still giving stock to this idea that your life cannot be fully lit up unless someone lights the match for you that's fucking bullshit And I think when we all hear it that way, you know it. It's like, of course, we are these love containers. We hold all of this love inside of us. We are the beams of fucking light and love. And what if we take that energy of of being that beam of light and love and use it just to create this life that feels so ours, so ours, that we are pumped buy it and we look at it we're like i created this and i love this and i've been in periods of my life where i like what i'm in now i'm like man i was not this happy a year ago (laughs) like this feels really good like there's periods in our life and that can just get incrementally better and better you know and more resonant and more resonant because i don't i don't think there's an end goal to this life i think like you know, I think we can look at life like there's there are these milestones we're supposed to hit and our society's real good at telling us which ones which ones matter most and which ones we should hit. And it's like if you did this one and this one and this one, you're doing great. You're doing great. All the applause for you. And yet are those are those really our milestones? You know, are is that is that trajectory and that path actually right for everyone? Is that actually something? Are there other places that are calling you that feel soul resonant? And yet you're distracted because you're trying to hit these other markers that, that everyone's been putting out for you that aren't, that aren't really where your attention is really going towards. You know what I mean? And so I think if, I just think there's really something to just putting the energy that we put towards and seeking another towards not seeking, but actively cultivating and co-creating a life that feels so spot on, soul on, that you can't go wrong. You know what I mean? It doesn't mean it's without, it's like ups and downs and it's challenges of life, but like that harmonious yes. You know? So. (laughs) That's what I'm going to leave you with. Um, 
I am recording this before I go off to Spain, so hopefully I am in Spain if uh, my COVID situations have not halted that, but I think I should be fine. Tested negative today. Hey, so I think we're good. Um, and hopefully the next podcast I'll be bringing you is from Spain, telling you some kind of whatever's going on over there. I can guarantee you I will have some stories, so I will report back with whatever, you know, realizations I'm having as I eat tapas and drink sangria. <laughs> so, uh, as always, thank you for being here. And yet again, if you want to support me in this podcast, share this with one person after you listen, if you think that uh, someone might benefit from it. All right, take it easy. Have a beautiful day. Ciao, ciao.